I want to make some money. I want to quit my job. How long is it going to take me to become a full-time trader and start making some money in the stock market? I'm answering the questions that you ask and how to speed up that process to get you to your goal in this episode. Let's dive into it. Welcome to the Brown Report Stock Market Report, where it's all about power charts, power trades, power profits. And now your host, stock market trader and coach, Jason Brown. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jason Brown here with the Brown Report. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about the keys. I'm going to give you the keys, not to the car, but to speeding up the stock trading process, your stock trading process to be um, exact. And this episode really came about because of some of the emails I get, some of the comments on the YouTube videos on Facebook. One of the questions that I often get or a few that I get is how long does it take to become a full time trader? Like, how long does it take? That's like the, one of the most popular questions. Like, how do I become full time? And, and to be quite honest, you some of you probably don't even really know what it takes to be full time. And it's kind of stressful, to be honest, if uh, trading is your only income. But uh, the other thing I get is when can I start making money from my trades? And that that question, when I get it, I'm like, you know, that's that's nothing that I can really answer. Like, I don't know how long it's going to take for you to start making money from your trades. It really depends on how quickly you go through the information and some and, and apply it and practice. But um, these are the questions that I often get asked and it makes complete sense that you will want to start making a profit as soon as possible. And when you first realize that stock trading is possible for you and your family, of course, the first thing that pops in your head is I want to quit my job, you know, like, oh, man, if I don't have to listen to my boss anymore, if I don't have to live by the alarm clock anymore, uh, that would be awesome. So I want to give you four keys to speeding up your stock trading process that could potentially help you get to some of those goals quicker of making money, of quitting your job or hitting some type of financial goal. Let's dive into it. speed up the, the stock trading process and you really need to realize what you're what it is that you're trying to do in the stock market. So most people think that they're trying to make a bunch of money. And while I agree you're there to make money, I want to challenge that thinking and really share with you a, a different mindset and that is you want to get paid for spotting predictable patterns that you can capitalize off of. So that's what you're really there to do. You're not in the stock market to make a ton of money. Like you don't go into a trade and get paid for making a ton of money. You get paid for being able to spot predictable patterns that you can capitalize off of. And I like to say, 
you know, roughly 70 to 80 percent of the time. So it's not like one pattern shows up and it's 100 percent guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed in this game. But there's certain patterns, certain things that if you see it over and over again, you say, hey, majority, a good portion, 70, 75, 80 percent of the time when I see this in a stock chart, no matter what the stock is, it normally does what I think it's going to do, whether that's go up, whether that's go down. So what you can do to speed up the process of being proficient at recognizing patterns is really the question you should be asking yourself, because that's the gateway to making money. And then once you're making money, that's the gateway to quitting your job. How many times over and over can you do it? Can you find those patterns? Can you spot those patterns? So let's break down the four keys to pattern recognition and speeding up that process, which is going to inevitably lead you to making money. Ideally, nothing's guaranteed. And then ideally with the with the right game plan, with the right patience, it's going to lead you to being financially free, quitting that job or keeping your job, buying that car, putting your kids through college, uh, bringing in that second income as a stay at home wife. Or maybe uh, I was in a I was just at FinCon 2016. They were talking about how personal finance, a lot of bloggers and stuff was talking about how some of the statistics were pointing to that, you know, women are the breadwinner or women are raising, you know, kids by themselves, their children, their family uh, without the help of a man. So I don't you know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the fellas, but the ladies are are, are in the need of making some serious cash outside of maybe their W-2 job. So whatever your case is, I want to dive into how we can help you get there quick. First key to speeding up the stock trading process is I want you to pick a major and I want you to pick a minor. So I want you to really think about this like college. There's a lot to learn in this industry. And when you think about it and compare it to college, if you went to college or you went to a four-year university, what was one of the things you had to do? Well, first you had to apply to to get in, uh, or maybe it was a community college where they let everybody in. But regardless, the stock market is very similar. There is no racism, no sexism, no bias. Doesn't matter what family you come from. Everybody can get in. So at some point, everybody can get into a college. Same thing with the stock market. If you've got a social security number and you can open a trading account, you can get in. So just like college, once you get in, you don't just get in and say, all right, now I'm here. They sit you down and say, hey, you need to decide on a major and a minor. So why why are you here? What's the ultimate goal at the end of four years? And so you pick a major, you say, hey, well, I'm going to study accounting or something like that. And then it's like, what are you going to minor in? Well, I'm going to minor in corporate accounting or I'm going to minor in tax strategy or I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to kind of zoom it in or maybe I'm saying that backwards. Maybe you pick a, a minor and then you major in something. But what whatever the case is, what I'm trying to convey is you pick something that you want to be proficient at. It's something that you're looking to get a degree, some type of diploma when you're done And then it's good to have like a minor, something to fall back on or something in case you go through the program and change your mind. And so when you look at that with respect to the stock market, 
You want to pick a major like, am I going to focus on uh, buying stocks? Am I going to focus on buying indexes? Am I going to focus on buying uh, ETFs, which are exchange traded funds where you can just pick like a specific sector? Like, what are you going to major in? I'm going to you're just going to major in. What are you majoring in? You're majoring in buying some type of stock. Now, what form? Again, the individual stock, the index, the ETF, whatever the case may be. And then maybe uh, you minor in only buying in bullish markets. So you don't focus on shorting the stocks. You don't focus on shorting the ETFs or playing it to the downside. You, you, you minor in only playing it to the upside. So think about it like this. Once you have a solid foundation of the stock market and you become laser focused and have a primary strategy, that's your when you have a primary strategy, then you have the ability and it's working for you. Then you have the ability to branch out to other strategies. But what most people do is they come into the game and they're like, hey, I want to be a day trader. Hey, I also want to trade options. Hey, I want to short the stock market. Hey, I also heard that I can trade Bitcoin and I can also uh, buy corn or buy grapes and trade commodities and trade Forex. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't high school anymore. This is college, baby. We need you to kind of zone it in, tone it down, pick a major, maybe pick a minor too as well. Right. So pick that major, pick that minor and then stick with it. If you don't, what happens with the stock market industry, which is similar to college, you can get shiny object syndrome. And once you see something that someone else mentions on the Internet or another forum, you want to jump right on it. Even if you don't have full knowledge about the stocks or the strategies to trade it, you like, well, I heard somebody else say they trading penny stocks. So I'm going there. Oh, I heard another guy say he trading uh, Forex. So I'm going there. If you think about that in college, that's like going through like classes for law school and then be like, I want to be a nurse. Then you start going, you say, I heard the nurses make money. So you start going through nursing school and now you're like, oh, my my, my, my other friend over here, I hear, I hear engineers is really doing it. So I'm going to switch uh, to engineering. And when you when you look at those three courses of study, they don't correlate to each other. So the classes you took for engineering don't necessarily relate to nursing. The classes you take for nursing don't really relate to law school. And so sometimes you kind of end up looking like, okay, I took all these classes. I'm no further, closer to getting a, a degree. In fact, I'm more confused, felt like I waste time, I wasted money. It's the same thing with the stock market as well. You can get, you can come into this game, you can get confused and you start trying to master or major and all these different strategies that you end up spending your wills and you look up six months, you don't have any traction with any of them. And then uh, you feel like you wasted your time. Maybe you get burnt out and you get spun out of an industry that you need to have the long term vision in in the first place. So, you know, if you're going to school uh, to become, you know, again, a doctor, you're not going to jump around to law school. You're not going to jump around to engineering. You're going to pick your your major and you may be going to pick a minor and you're going to focus all your energy on those for the next four years, six years, 
eight years. And it's the same thing with the stock market. Now, I'm not saying that the major uh, you pick, you have to stick with it for four years, but you do need to give yourself some time to learn the basics before you start hopping around and wanting to do all the fancy stuff. So I want you thinking about that because I don't want you to get frustrated and get spit out of the system. And before we move on to key number two, I also want to make the 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 make it clear, much like going to college or university, even if you go to college, it's a two year commitment for the most part to even get an associate. And if you go to a university, it's four years. But, you know, most people it's taking a little bit longer, five, six years, especially if you work a full time job where you have a family. And I want to put emphasis on some of you uh, when you come into the stock market. If you're not like rich in like three months, if you uh, lose some money on a trade or two, you're like, this isn't for me. Uh, You know, I don't know if this works and maybe it's not for you, but I would I would I would question or, or beg to challenge you that when you went to college or when you went to a university, did you ever get some good grades and then on three, four classes, and then your fifth class, you had to drop? Did you ever uh, get to your third year and you look up and you drop 10 classes over the last, you know, three years? So, and you wasted some money, you don't get any of the book money back. And so it's the same thing with the stock market. You may lose some money. You may have a trade that doesn't work out for you. But the big picture, in two years, you're going to have your associates. In four years, you're going to have your uh, degree. And it's going to allow you to live a lifestyle that you couldn't have lived without that degree. It's going to allow you to participate in making money in ways that people who didn't have the degree Uh, can't make money. And it's the same thing with the stock market. So I want you thinking about that long term vision. I know when I came into the industry, I just I was like, I had like a lifetime vision. I'm like, why would I ever stop investing or trading in the stock market? Like it is it. it, I was like, I'm a lifer. This is just something that I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life in some capacity. Now, I don't necessarily do it in the same capacity I did when I was Uh, Just a college kid day trading. I had a whole lot more time back then. Let's talk about key number two to speeding up your stock trading process. Key number two is to look at more stock charts. So this one's important because it plays off of number one. Once you pick your major or your minor, uh, I'm looking at stocks, I'm looking at indexes, ETFs. Okay, are you looking at them bullish? Are you looking at them bearish? Um, are you going to be looking at call options that go up? Or what are, what are you looking at? Well, once you pick that major and minor, when you get to key number two, which is looking at more stock charts, the goal here is... We want to increase your exposure and being able to find the pattern that fits the major and the minor that you picked in the first step. So now you're like, I know what I'm looking for. Now the key is how quickly can you find it? How quickly can you find uh, the charts that support your major and minor? How quickly can you Uh, identify those patterns that you're looking for. And not just how quickly, but how accurately. And the only way to speed up 
the accuracy is to look at it more often. When uh, I first started trading, one of the things that I used to do, and this may help you out or this might scare you, I don't know. Uh, I used to look and I was talking to my cousin and he reminded me, he was like, man, I remember when you did this, I used to look at 100 charts a day. And in fact, I'm, I'm looking at getting back to doing that. But I used to look at 100 charts a day and that's every single day. I didn't miss a day for probably, you know, a year straight. I just I looked at 100 charts every single day. And the whole purpose behind that was I was like, man, I I know what pattern I like trading, but how do I find more of them? And then I was seeing that I was finding the pattern a little late. So I'm like, man, how come I'm always late getting to this pattern? So guess what? I started looking for more so that I was like, all right, what does it look like before it happens? And can I spot that? And once I found out what it looks like before it went bullish or before it went bearish, I was on the hunt to look at as many charts as I could to see if my prediction was right. If I could find that pattern and then find it before it happened, because I started looking at what it looked like before it broke out and then see if I was right. So once I found it before it happened, I'm like, okay, this is what it looked like last time. Now let me follow it every day and see if the pattern that I saw when it was too late or after it already formed. Let's see if that pattern persists. Does that make sense? So I was looking for these charts, trying to figure out what it looked like before it. I would have made money on it. What did that look like beforehand? Because that's the key. How do you spot it before it moves to the moon? What does it look like before it breaks out? Or if you're losing money, what did it look like when it started to break down? And the best way to do that is to look at more stock charts. When you when you when you do that, the process of learning how to trade is going to become so much faster because you can recognize the pattern. But when you if you don't do that, then what happens is your eye isn't as sharp. I want you to think about this like dating. If you date here and there, you kind of like, ah, uh, you don't know who you who you want to date, or you could think of it as a job. Um, you know, sometimes you talk to kids and you're like, hey, you should get a job. Well, I don't really know what I want to do. The quickest way to finding out what you want to do is to start taking jobs. You start to find out real quick, hey, I do not like being a waitress. I don't like talking to people or a waiter. I don't like talking to people. Uh, these people are too demanding. Uh, or you find out real quick, hey, I do not like working in fast food. This is just not for me. The pay isn't there. I smell like burgers or whatever when I get off work. Or if you compare it to Dayton, it's very, very similar. One quick way to find out what you like is to date a bunch of people. You start finding out real quick, like, okay, I I definitely need a man with a car. Check. Okay, I definitely need one with a job. Like you start figuring out real quick uh, after you got to pay for all the dates and pick him up that like, hey, this is not for me. I'm seeing a keyword here 
pattern, right? <laughs> I'm seeing a pattern. Every guy day without a car, I end up paying for the for the meal. Then he also want me to open a credit card in my name. So um, I'm saying this jokingly here, but the point is, it's the same thing with a stock chart. The more you start to look at them, the more you realize which stocks and which patterns you don't want to date, which uh, which companies you don't want to apply for a job at, so to speak. And then you also learn, okay, whenever I see this pattern has a job, uh, you know, has a car open my door for me. You start saying, okay, those are the type of people I like to spend my time with. And that's where I want to invest my time. What's the same thing with the stock market? You got to look at these things often and you got to look at them to see what were the patterns, the behaviors before it moved really big and before a stock trade moved against you. So let's talk about key number three to speeding up your stock trading process. So number three, the key here is to place more practice trades. So in number one, we already identified, here's what I'm a major in. Here's what I'm a minor in. Number two, we started looking at, okay, how do I find these patterns and recognize them faster by looking at more stock charts? So in number three, now that we picked our major minor, now that we picked, saw the patterns and we can identify them, now it's time to practice the strategy that you're going to implement to see if you can actually make money off of it. So it's time to see, can I execute on this, but, but (laughs) uh, not in the real environment. Okay. So you want to get familiar with the trading platform. This is the opportunity to make sure you understand, am I buying the open? Am I selling the close? Uh, How do I place a stop? Okay, that didn't work. What went wrong? Placing these practice trades is now going to get you uh, familiar with the platform, familiar with your strategy, familiar with entering it, familiar with exiting it. Some people don't know how to get out. They know how to get in, but now they're like, okay, I'm making money. I want to get out. What do I do? And they don't even know, or I'm losing money. How do I shut this thing down? So by placing these practice trades, you need to get, it's going to also help you get used to making decisions. Okay. And that's a big part of trade making decisions, controlling your emotions. Did I, did I get out of trade or did I get greedy when I made some money? Did I cut my losses or did I go into prayer mode and start praying, Lord, please let this stock come back up. Or do I just cut my losses? This is stuff you need to find out in the practice, in the virtual uh, arena. Think about it like this. If, if you know, I got to use the pilot analogy here. If a pilot was to take you up and he would say, hey, guys, uh, this is your pilot. I just want you to know this is my first time ever flying a plane. And no, I mean, first time I didn't even take the flight simulator or anything how comfortable would you feel? We don't know if this guy got a fear of heights. We don't know how he or she is going to feel once that airplane bursts through the clouds and he can't see the ground anymore. Do we want to do we want to wait till we get in the air to find out this pilot is going to have a panic attack because he can't see he or she can't see the ground or being up that high with the clouds really freaks him out? That's ludicrous. They would never put a pilot up in the air 
without sending them through the simulator. So I want to ask you, why would you ever jump into the game with real money and you haven't simulated a real trade? You haven't practiced uh, what you're majoring and minoring. You haven't practiced looking for the pattern. You haven't practiced do, what are you going to do once you find the pattern? And once you get in it, how do you get out of it? So these are all things that'll help you uh, speed up the trading process, because when you get to the real trade, when you get to the real world of putting some green money down, this is the process you should have went through to feel confident about buying a stock or buying an option. If not, then the reality is everything that you're doing, um, you're, you know, you're gambling. So when I'm asked, how long does it take to start real trading? This is this is it. You tell me how long is it going to take you to pick a major, pick a minor, look at some charts and then practice your trades so that when you put real money down, you you can say, hey, out of 10 trades, seven of them was right, because that's what you're trying to figure out when you're practice trading. How do you know you're ready for real money? You want to place a good 10 trades, maybe more, but let's just start with 10. And you want to ask yourself, Am I net? Am I right? Seven out of 10 times or am I net positive? So let's talk about that. Out of 10 trades, you place uh, seven of them and you actually make money on them. Or maybe you didn't make money, but did you follow your plan? I think all too often we judge success by if we made money or not in this industry. And while that is one measure of success, the real measure of success is, did you follow your plan? Did you get out at the profit you said you were going to get out? Or did you cut your loss at the loss that you said you were going to get out at if the trade went against you? And if the trade went against you and you got out where you said you would, you set your stop, then you are successful because that's part of the game. But as you look at more stock charts more often, get more practice, you'll get better at the game. The other thing is out of seven out of 10 trades, the question you want to ask yourself, am I net positive? So what does that mean? So let's say seven of the trades went wrong. You lost $100 seven times. So you lost 700 bucks. But on those three trades, you made uh, $500 a piece, or you made a, let's just say you made a thousand dollars a piece on those three trades. So seven of them, you lost a hundred, you're negative 700, but on those three trades, you made a thousand dollars a piece. So you're actually net positive $2,300. Okay. So yes, you lost more times than you won, but you lost small. And when you were right, you were right big. So I, I and I don't want to say lost, this isn't gambling, but when you were wrong, I should say you were wrong, small. And when you were right, you were right, big. And that means you were net positive in, in that scenario. So those are the two things that we're looking to figure out in this practice trading stage. Am I right? Seven out of 10 times. Am I net positive out of all of that together? Even the three times I'm wrong, am I net positive? If the answer is yes, then uh, let's go ahead and put some real money down. If the answer uh, is no, then you, you, you may not be ready uh, for real money because you kind of want to get a track record of winning of here's what would have happened had I put real money down. And if that's I would have lost it, 
um, then we want to kind of okay, let's 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 keep at this until we get net positive. Okay, now let's talk about key number four, and I think this one's all encompassing. It's going to help you with uh, number one, number two, and number three, and that is. some coaching guys get get the coaching sometimes we see clients uh reach out and you know we got when you buy foundations you get access to the free facebook group there and then you buy options explain and you get access to the free facebook group there and those groups are approaching over a thousand people and uh, it's, it's a lot of people in there a lot of conversations a lot of networking going on uh, which we respect and is why we put the, the groups together Uh, for you guys to network with each other, but it's more for you to ask questions about the course. It's about you to ask clarity, maybe post a chart you're looking at, get some feedback, but here's where it gets a little dangerous. When the newbie starts to coach another newbie, right? The newbie hasn't made any money and they're going to coach the other newbie. So, when I say get coaching, get coaching from uh, myself, get coaching from some other organization that you you believe in. I'd love to be the coach, obviously, but, um, you know, assuming we work well together, but it, it doesn't matter. The point is, you know, you resonate with who you resonate with and uh, make sure you're 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 hooking your wagon up to somebody that's going somewhere that's been in this game, that's seen some stuff. Uh, before, when you think about, you know, the, the Olympics just ended, you know, you think about the Michael Phelps of the game and you think about the Simone Bows and, and, and some of those people winning all these gold medals. When you think about it, what do they all have in common? You know, and it's not the gold medal, right? Yes, they won the gold medal. But one of the things that they all have in common uh, when they win, when they get the trophy, they get the medals. What do they say? They say, I want to thank my coach. They say, I want to thank my team and my coach. And some of you don't have a team and you don't have a coach. So you're like out here double uh, bad by yourself. But I want you to think about what's the role of a coach. A coach is there to help you pick a major and a minor, right? Is A coach is there to... Uh, go through stock charts with you. So maybe you're going through the charts, but you're not seeing it the right way. The coach can say, hey, uh, what made you buy right there? What made you sell right there? How are you drawing your lines? What software are you using? Here's the best software to use that'll help you get a clearer picture. The coach is there to help with all that. It's the same thing with the uh, Olympics or any sport, the coach is saying, hey, I noticed when you shoot the ball, you flick your wrist. So I noticed when you go down in the water to swim, Mike, that you're not pushing off to the side. You're pushing off to the front. If you do it to the side, you get an extra half inch of water, which actually propels you forward by an extra eighth of a second, which doesn't seem like much. But when you take the length of the pool, that puts you ahead of the competition, the other swimmers by 10 seconds and you can break a record. So it's those it's those tweaks that the coach can 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 help you with the the, the Olympians, the basketball players. Uh, you look at the Michael Jordans. Who did they have? 
They had a Phil Jackson. You look at the Kobe Bryant. Who did they have? They they had a Phil Jackson. So they had a coach that could be on the outside and say, I've been here before. I've seen this before. Here's what I see in you. But also, here's what you need to adjust or tweak to get you to the next level. And so that's, you know, one of the things that we offer as well uh, with our coaching program. When you look at uh, Power Trades University, yes, I'm going to, you know, talk about the the program that we offer because I think it's one of the best because uh, we meet every Monday uh, once a week for two hours live and we go through the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones. Then we go through every sector, utilities, housing, uh, the financials, what sectors are moving. Then we dive down into the individual stock. Who's bullish? Who's bearish? What kind of market are we in? Are we in a sideways market? Um, we really just uh, dive into it and we break down what we're seeing, where we're at, what's the strategy, how should we be trading or at least looking at our trades right now. And I, I know for a fact from some of the comments in there, they're like, oh, my God, great session. I never thought about it like this. I wasn't seeing it like that. Um, we were even talking recently about the the state of the market right now, which is like a sideways market. And so we talked about how. There's not a lot of bullish trades or bearish trades because we're in this like sideways trade market, which means it's going to be harder to find trades. Uh, we should be trading less right now. And we also talked about what strategy works best for a sideways market as well, which we talked about some option strategies that you, that, that you can use. But if you don't know what type of market we're in, you've never seen it because We're not always in a bullish market. We're not always in a bearish market. Sometimes we're in a sideways market or sometimes we're in a highly volatile market. It's just up, it's down, it's up, it's down. And if you don't, if you haven't had the experience of trading in different markets, then you don't know what to look for. We always say uh, in bullish markets, everybody can make money, but it's in the bearish markets that the true traders come out because the people who just bought anything, they don't know what to do right now because nothing's working. So uh, it's all about coaching. It's all about uh, getting around the right people. If, and that's the key word here, if you want to speed up the trading. It's just like college. If you want to speed it up, what do you do? You go see a tutor. You go see your professor after class. But if you want to be stubborn, if you want to do it your own way, if you have an ego, then you're not going to see the professor. You're not going to see the teacher assistant. You're not going to see the tutor. It's the same thing in our industry, right? Oh, I don't need a coach. Oh, why do I need to join something like that? I got this. I can do it on my own. How's that working out for you? And how long is it taking you to get up to speed is the question. So when we look at it and we put it all together, key number one to speeding up the stock trading process, pick a major pick a minor and then stick to those. And then you can branch out into other strategies. Key number two, look at more stock charts. You want to expose yourself to patterns as often as you can and see if you can spot them when they're happening. But more importantly, start to spot them before they happen, which leads you into number three, placing those practice trades to see if 
the stock patterns that you spotted, you're even looking at them correctly and you're applying the correct strategy. So in number three, you're applying the strategy, you're familiar with the platform, you're getting some practice in so you know how to manage your emotions if the trade is working or if the trade is going against you. And then number four is all encompassing. The coaching is gonna help you speed up steps one through three. And if you're already uh, airtight and making money, uh, the coaching is gonna help you come up with new ideas. It's gonna help you stay sharp in the community. It's gonna be something that you wanna be a part of because trading sometimes is a lonely game. It's just you and the computer. There's nobody to talk to, your friends, your wife, your coworkers. They don't understand. Everybody thinks it's gambling. So don't discount the community aspect um, as well. So uh, thanks for listening to this episode. I really hope it opened your eyes. I know it did. I know it did um, to speeding up the stock trading process. And I'd love to hear from you if you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or if you're on the website. I want you to uh, leave a message or if you you clicked on this on, on our Facebook page, I want you to leave a message. Talk to me about your major. What's your major? Uh, what's your minor? I want to know, did you pick it? And if you haven't picked it, pick a major, pick a minor, and then I want you to start executing uh, phase two, which is looking at more stock charts, then executing phase three, which is practicing those trades. And then you got to execute phase four, which is get some coaching. Even if it's not me, I'd love to be the coach. You can check out uh, our, our coaching program at powertradesuniversity.com forward slash apply. And uh, keyword here, apply, right? So it's not a, hey, uh, I just want to be in, but apply. Let's have a conversation and make sure that coaching is right for you because we don't accept uh, everybody into the program, but we like to have a conversation and uh, see what you're looking to learn, uh, where you're looking to go with this, what's your foundation like, uh, to even be accepted into the program. So if you think uh, that's something you're ready for, um, head on over to powertradesuniversity.com forward slash apply after this episode. It'll also be in the show notes in case you're driving or working out at the gym, pumping some iron. All right, head back next week for the next episode and I'll see you guys then. But let me know what's your major, what's your minor. And for those of you that's ready, head on over to powertradesuniversity.com forward slash apply and let's have a conversation about where you're at in the trading journey and how we could potentially help you speed up the process. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Brown Report Stock Market Report. We hope this episode has been educational and inspirational. For more power stock trading tips, tutorials, and training, visit www.thebrownreport.com.